All right. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for taking your time out of your schedule today and joining us. Uh, very excited to bring you uh, for Hashtag BKOT, episode number 23. Uh, we'll be discussing offshoring versus nearshoring and a lot of details in regards to that. And I have a special guest with me, Mr. Martin Mole, who is the founder of Breakaway Bookkeeping and Advising. And so we're going to jump right into this. Uh, again, very excited to have you here today. Coming from Portland, Oregon, the opposite side of the country. As you all know, I'm here in New York City. Uh, Martin, thank you so much for joining. Tell us, uh, tell us everything about yourself. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Great, great to join everyone. And um, yeah, I, so Breakaway Bookkeeping and Advising is a fully distributed bookkeeping virtual controller, virtual CFO. Um, we, we're about a year old, a little more than a year old. We've grown to 17 advisors. We have five more coming. When I say advisors, controllers, CFOs, um, um, and bookkeepers, we have five more joining us in January. So it's been a crazy year for us, but really exciting. And we have, it, 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 if you look on our website, it's front and center that we use. An offshore team and so we're just huge believers in it um so yeah and didn't you you come from a background with uh kpmg right i do so i i started in the big four and then actually went to a regional firm um it was uh, the um, it was akt at the time and then aldrich and i stayed there i was a healthcare partner and then became their um, ceo and managing partner for the last three or four years and then departed last year to, to take on this adventure. Um, we're, Cause honestly, we're a little bit of a disruptive model. Um, so it's uh, it, it, doing this kind of independent of a CPA firm was, was a choice that we had made. And mm -hmm. Aldrich, so we had a, 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 a offshore team in India. Gosh, it's going on 15 years now. So- wow. Founded that, um, and then had other firms join from around the world. So we've been—it's—it's it's core to the way I practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, uh, I—I've done a few dozen of these, and uh, you're a very special guest today because, in regards to speaking directly about offshoring and the benefits, and with your 15 years, I mean, it's the concepts are going on for about 25 years, and so you've seen it kind of evolve and, and, and the, the, the benefits for it. And so, I mean, there's a huge power behind this engine of offshoring. And so tell me about the, over the last 15 years, what, what do you see that's different now than when you first started um, engaging the team out there? Great question, Chris. Adoption and adoption and adaption from the client perspective, I'd say is first and foremost. Um, whereas, you know, the, the standard response is you're sending jobs offshore. Um, and there's this, this, this sense of, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, my response 15 years ago, but certainly even more now is, do you know how hard it is to find a qualified accountant? And, and also, do you know, what would you like that accountant to be doing? Would you like that accountant to be doing, you know, the kind of the putting the numbers on the form, or would you like them really leaning into your business and helping make a difference? Um, and 15 years ago, you know, generationally, you still had a lot of pushback. I think there's, there's drastically less pushback. 
Um, so that's that's one of the, the big changes. And the other one is just an acceptance, I guess, that the the benefit of a small world, right? The, the side benefits of having an offshore team or an international team are, are far more than just sending work away. I mean, it, it, it helped our staff, and I see it now with Breakaway too, to, to understand that the, the similarities in the world are, there's a lot more similarities than there are differences. So if you're talking to an accounting team, whether it's in Mexico or in India or in, you know, Bangalore or on, on you know, Kuala Lumpur, wherever it is, you recognize that, that you know, um, God love them, accountants are accountants, no matter what. You know, um, and so it's, it's, it's really helped from a connectivity and helped our staff be more worldly in their, in their view, which of course only translates to benefits to the client. Yes, exactly, exactly. Clients, bottom line is they want a good product, a fair price, fair value. And it, it's harder to, to do that um, in America per se, simply because the, especially with the small to mid-sized market that are trying to scale and grow, um, initially they can't afford somebody at maybe $30, $40 an hour. And they don't know what, what their options to do except, except to, work instead of 60 hours a week, work 80 hours a week. It's just not fair. And, and, and the, the idea of setting jobs off, um, it just, it doesn't make sense because it's, it's never, it's never just been an American economy. It's always been a world economy. And, and, and a lot of people don't realize the power of that. And so spot on in what you said and, and, and the hesitations that have changed over the years. Now, when, um, when you're working with the the offshore associates, because you're do so you have a remote team in the states as well, we, right? We have a remote okay. team in the states, and then we have one right now in in, in Coimbatore, India, which is in the south of India. So the now you don't have to be fully virtual as a firm, but partially virtual with the, the pandemic has opened up the eyes that it can be done. And so, do you treat the team any differently? That and not onshore, or everyone's treated the same? That's a great question. And that was the, the business in, in, in Coimbatore is, is called, um, well, is that our, our team in, in Coimbatore, we, whether it's a birthday, whether it's an anniversary, um, you know, we, we want to celebrate the, we celebrate the team. And, and that's, that's always been, and what, the, it's interesting, you talk about during the pandemic, the, the traction that we get, one of the things, again, lessons learned, and we're, we're working on the same thing with our breakaway team, is the sooner I can get someone to actually go to and meet the offshore team, the, the better responsibility, which I know with integrity may not be possible in every, in every instance, but actually the more you can humanize the service, right? So it's the, the, the worst thing in the world you want is to be like, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm sending it into this black box and I just want a product out, right? Because you're not going to get, it's like, actually, no, I'm sending it to, you know, Firu, I'm sending it to Jay and I'm going to talk to them. And yes, they're going to make mistakes because they're human. Right. And, yeah. and, but, um, but just like any staff that's down the hall, then you teach them, you tell them and you improve the process. And within a year that, that relationship has just become enormously valuable. Mm -hmm. Great. Agreed. And, and so you're yeah, absolutely right. You, you treat everyone 
the same, right? If it's a birthday in Gombatore, if it's a birthday in Columbus, Ohio, I mean, it's the same. And, and, and I see that a lot too in working with clients to where um, it's almost of a whisper where they're asking, should I tell my local team that I'm doing this? Like it's something bad. And, and, and I'm, I, I laugh, I say, no, no, involve them, have them part of this. Who are they going to be reporting to? Have them part of the interview process. Have them be there. It's a collaborative effort. You know, and it, the whole idea um, in what we do is, is to, is to complement the onshore team. You know, what are the headaches that you guys are doing that you can't find the resources today that we're, where we can help you, right? And so that's the idea. Speak with the local team, engage them, have them part of the process. And so, and, and, and it can be hard out of sight, out of mind. Uh, technology is, is there and in place. It could be a little bit of a, um, uh, intimidated for, for newer clients. But once you embrace it and understand it, adopt it, it makes things a lot easier. Yes. And the, but now we have the idea of um, nearshoring, I heard of outsourcing and offshoring and onshoring, right? So it all gets intermingled but there's some key differences, right? Can you uh, talk about some of those? Yeah, so so it, it's interesting, you know, nearshoring term of art and um, whether that means that you're using a, a um, you know, a, a, a shared services organization in a lower cost part of the US or you're doing it within the continent. Um, it, it the, and, and we're actually, we're moving toward because you know we talked about you know we're doing both right we're offshoring we're nearshoring um, we're we're hoping to eliminate both of those terms in our in our lexicon eventually because again if we say we're look we're a worldwide company right and yeah and what we will do internally is we will make the decision of where the best most cost effective services can be provided and one of it's a it's a healthcare phrase that I stole from one of my partners years ago but. Um, you know, in healthcare, the challenge is you, you practice to the top of your license, right? And no one, in fact, if you, if you do go visit your doctor and he or she is doing a blood draw, you really should be questioning the value you're getting from your doctor because now they know how to do a draw. In fact, they probably, you know, they're as good as phlebo, you know, the, the lab tech or the phlebotomist that's doing the blood draw, but you want your doctor to be doing the diagnosis, right? And so the same thing, uh, that's the, you know, whether it's the distributed model, is whether it's nearshore, whether it's offshore, whether it's in Guadalajara, Mexico, or in Coimbatore, India, or Columbus, Ohio, you want the <laughs> best person doing the work at, at the most efficient price. Yeah. I, I, I was just having a conversation earlier today. It, I am an unabashed capitalist, right? And I do believe that capital markets will then, it's not that we're sending jobs away, it's that we're creating more opportunities by doing so. Ah, well said, Barton. Well said. Yeah, we're we're actually in um, as as we're heading upon the close of this year, uh, we do an annual client survey, and a key metric that we're trying to uh, figure out is the increase in um, onshore hiring, right, and for these firms. And so far, we're finding it anywhere from ten to fifteen percent. But we're trying to finalize everything. But refreshing to see that. Yeah. It's really nice to see that. And so, and that's what it's all about, right? And, and, and you're spot on when you said, you know, it doesn't matter where the office is, it's which, which, where, what associate can do the best. It doesn't matter where, they, where are they located, it's which one knows this 
uh, task at hand and you could do it the most cost-effective way. Um, so yeah, I love hearing that. And the, the, I know that the outsourcing model, right? You have nearshore, onshore, offshoring, but the outsourcing model with a team approach, you know, we always get intermingled with that. Have you done some outsourcing and, and what are your thoughts uh, and, and that type of model? Yeah, it, it's interesting, Chris. I, I think that um, one of the things that I would tell the, anybody using, using an offshore or distributed share is what it really puts a highlight on is your own processes, right? And, and the best performing firms who use a team, and, and there's been, I'm sure you know far better than I, there's been some colossal failures by big, you know, Fortune 500 companies who say, oh yeah, we're just going to take our entire banking and we're going to send it to Bangalore. And then they fail miserably. And it's not because of, it's not Bangalore's fault, right? It's, right? it's that they didn't have the processes and chances are they had processes that worked because you could walk down the hall and you could fix it by talking one-on-one, -on -one, which is fine. But again, from moving you know, to providing best-of-class services to your clients, to your customers, it, it probably means that you're actually not doing that because you don't have the processes in place. So that using the offshore team, it, to me, it's just, it's a spotlight on your own internal operations. And that, that's true in person firm or 10 million person firm. It, it, I don't think there's much, there's any difference. It's, it's, do you have the processes that allow you to make the decisions? And then more importantly, then going back to practice at the top of your license, then giving the people the freedom to actually look to where they can add value. So it's, yeah. that's the key is it's not that you're freeing up time so that you can, well, ideally, yeah, so you can go play golf or you can ride your bike. Um, but it's also that you can then provide and help your clients succeed even more because you, you're sending, you know, and especially the, um, you know, the, one of the benefits of the team in India is, you know, we always say it's like, yep, you can, you can send it off to them at five o'clock, you know, when you go home at night or now in, in a work from home when you, you know, when you walk out of your office. Um, and then when you show up at, at eight the next morning, you've got a finished product. That's pretty impressive from a client service perspective. Yes. Yes. I remember when um, the question I always get asked, is, they work nine to five, right? And it's like, well, you know, it, it's, it's, India's 10 and a half hours ahead of me, 13 and a half hours ahead of you. So there's no nine to five. And in the accounting world, there's not really a nine to five anyways. It's all day, every day. <laughs> so the, um, so it, leveraging that, you're leveraging that time zone difference. At, at first, and I get it too. I, I, put, I, I put myself in the client shoes and reverse. If someone told me that like 3 a.m. I'm not getting up at 3 a.m. What am I going to do? Well, how are they going to do this? But yeah, in the beginning, it's like, what? But once you understand it and once you just kind of tweak your processes and leverage that, holy cow, now you're sleeping and work's getting done, right? Whether it's data entry work or heck, you could hire senior levels, right? And, and they're doing review. You get up and you're just signing off work or reviewing it. And that's how you start your day with completed projects. That is another incredible empowerment of, of offshoring. I mean, I, it's now more beneficial than anything. Um, the now back to um, the out, the outsourcing model. Yeah, so it's when you have a team approach doing it. You know, it's hard for your day to day work, but outsourcing you can do um, if you have a dedicated team and working with them. There's a lot of benefits with that. But when uh, when working with your offshore team, do you have like um, uh, scheduled meetings with them every single day, weekly, or, I mean, how, is, how, how have you structured it in leveraging the time zone as well? 
a great question. And at Breakaway, one of our core values is, and I'm, it's a, it's you know, it's it's the buzzword of the day, but it's it's asynchronous communication, right? So be, because again, we value our own team's ability to pick up their kid from a soccer match or to you know go out for a bike ride, um, which is what I love to do. Um, so even within our own team, I mean, we do have meetings and we will include our India team, but we're much more, you know, our preference is to be able to do um, like a, a, a Loom video. It's like, hey, you know, here's the update. Um, we do our corporate updates to our team um, as a Loom video. We don't require a call. And then we'll have a little email summary. So, so again, that communication format just works naturally with India um, or, you know, with, with, with any team. And, and what's interesting, so even so, as I said, we have worked up you know, roughly 20 advisors. So we have one advisor who lives in Rio de Janeiro, um, represents US companies, but lives in Rio. And we have one advisor who lives half time in Spain and the other time half time in, in Salt Lake. So even with our own quote unquote stateside advisors, they're not necessarily stateside. They're distributed themselves. And the better you can do that, the better for our team. Like, well, yeah, I can actually, I can, I can represent clients and go live in India if I want. I can, and it was, again, you start to train yourself that geography is a, is a, is a state of mind, I guess, you know, it's, it, um, and you can be anywhere. Um, and that's just a really powerful way of doing business. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Now let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, the, uh, the, the stigma and the bad reputation and not just about sending the jobs, but, um, U.S. companies and clients and your everyday citizens, right? Um, they think it's unfair because it takes advantage of artificially low foreign wages, encourages um, uh, different exchange rates, managed exchange rates, and and then it, they think it promotes, you know, the um, uh, uh, un, uh, unsubstantiated labor uh, conditions. So. With all this, you know, the reputation, how have you overcome that with your team and your, um, and then talk a little bit about the clients? That's a really powerful question. And I wish <laughs> I was um, competent to answer it from an economic, you know, from an economist point of view, other than knowing that the last thing in the world you want to do is pay above market wages for the geography that you're in. Um, mm -hmm. And, but also knowing, and we tell this to our clients, we pay top of market wages, not above market, but top of market wages. And that works, right? I mean, and so mm -hmm. we, and, and with our India team, and it's interesting. So as I said, you know, so we've been doing this for 15 years. We, some of our team has have been around for 15 years and we've seen them, you know, have, have babies and now the babies are off in high school and it, we know that we're providing solid, solid wages with opportunities for advancement. Um, and um, that, again, like I said, that, that works. So we, we, we address it head on. We're also in the geographies we're in, we're very, we're very active in, in, um, in community social responsibility. Um, so we'll, we will you know, provide opportunities for those who want, if they visit India, if they want to visit the orf an orphanage and support an orphanage, we'll absolutely love that. Um, and again, that's the, the message is, you know, we've got one world and it's a small world. And the more you can embrace that, um, the richer, the richer, honestly, and, and I've said this before, I'm a better person for having 
have an offshore team. For me, it's 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 become you know it's it's a it's a life changing, which I know is you know again maybe a little um, it's not hyperbole. It's it really has changed who I am by by seeing how small the world is. Yes, and and I get the same question too. Like uh, they're like nine dollars an hour. Yeah, what's going on here, right? The first thing I say is this. I say, it's like hiring in your market. I like to make a comparison of anywhere between, let's say, 17 to $22 of $9. And then it's like, as far as qualifications and experience. So I start there. It's like, okay, you know, now we're comparing apples to apples with experience and, and qualification. Then I say, um, a next step is, is uh, I have personal experience. I have a personal story. I live there. You know, I'm forever grateful for uh, the CEO who, who um, was my host for two months out there. And, and I, it was very important for me to live out there and see this. And holy cow. And in 60 days, I was, I've lived in New York City since 2012. And in 60 days, I saved more money during that time than I have in eight years living in New York City. I mean, but what, what people don't understand, it's so cheap. And, and it's so it's just not it's there's nothing of uh, the stigma and the reputation going on whatsoever. It's just simply because it's so cheap to live out there. I mean, I was eating all day long in New York City. If I was to eat out fifty dollars guaranteed right. breakfast, lunch, dinner um, in India, under ten dollars <laughs> for a whole day. If that, that may be pushing it too far. It's just the cost of living is it, completely different. But they still um, are knowledgeable. They're dedicated. They're competent. They're skilled. Um, they're friendly. They are more um, uh, heartfelt, warming. The culture is different. And, and once you embrace that and see it, and, and, and I'm, I'm so thankful to have this experience to share, yeah, it then makes you like, okay. And, and I, like, I love sharing it with the clients is the experience. Like, no, don't worry. I saw it firsthand. They're, they're having their time and their lives out there. Absolutely. And um, so th that leads me to now. All right. So we talked about the power of it, the differences, but now we have the clients. Right. So and and so how do you um, inform the client and uh, that you're offshoring and, and how do you, and how have you seen the um, uh, the acceptance of it change? Has it always been an issue? Has it gotten better? It's still an issue. Great question. So so we do, as, as I shared on if you go to the breakaway website, we have it's, it's just part of our core values. It's who we are. Um, and it's a, it's you know, we. If you say, look, I don't want to send a team, you know, I, I, I don't want my work going, going out of the country. Um, we'll, we don't have any problem with that, but we also aren't going to hide the fact that that's, it's, and for all the reasons you and I have talked about in the past. Um, and, and again, we are, and I'm sure you guys do the same. I mean, we do the security checks and the background checks and we have all, but the, um, you know, it's the, it's the presumption that, well, but the, person down the hall could have just as, you know, the, um, it, it's a integrity, integrity is a worldwide attribute. And, and yeah. as sadly, as is dishonesty or as is so, so it doesn't really the, the, the fact that, um, you know, you, you go offshore, but we're very direct. We'll, um, and, and including, look, you want to, you want to pick up the phone and, you know, like you said, seven in the morning at seven at night, um, if you want to chat with the people and, you know, get to know them, absolutely. We're, we're very open with our, with our model. I love it. Yeah. Don't hide anything. And, and, and if people are uncomfortable with it, we're not going to do business. 
Um, but if you want this fair value, you want this good product, you want this price, you know, this is what we do. This is how we've been doing it. And then um, the, do you have a lot of your associates interacting with your clients too? Um, Cause I get asked that quite a bit. If, great question. We, we, if they want, um, our, our model tends to be that our advisors, whether it's a bookkeeper, whether it's a controller or CFO, they're sitting down with dashboards with their clients saying, okay, let's talk about actionable advice. Um, we, so if you really want to get in your books and ask, well, how come, you know, supplies versus maintenance, why is this going on here? Absolutely. You have the ability to talk to the team, but really in a way we're trying to train our clients as well to say, well, let's really figure out what truly matters in your financial statements and how you can grow your business and what kind of actionable advice, advice you can get out of it. So that's again, that, um, cause it's interesting on the, on the bookkeeping side, the reason that it's hard to find bookkeepers, which it really is in the States. The reason it's hard to find really good bookkeepers is because really good bookkeepers turn into really good controllers and CFOs because they're like, Oh, wait, well, if you do this and next thing you know, they've, they've elevated out and then you've got to, you, you can, you need to continually replace them. So that's why we will send a lot of the bookkeeping work offshore. So then again, the advice we give our clients is the stuff that really matters. Yeah. Our top three services are tax bookkeeping and audit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's it, it spot on with that. And, and, but the, the, again, the, the working with the, uh, the, the, the clients too. I mean, it, it seems like it's a big hurdle and, but bottom line is full transparency on both the company side, your side, our side, um, the clients that we're working with. And then, you know, on my side, their clients too. And, and I think over time, <laughs> this, this, uh, the impression, the stigma, but I mean, it's going to be a while. It's unfortunate how people are, are, are against it because the, there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Um, I, I remember when I started with this company almost four years ago, and that was my first thing. I was like, India, $9? I'm like, what am I getting myself into? And I am been, my life's been forever changed. And I'm just it's so excited in helping clients on a day-to-day basis grow, scale um, with, with uh, associates and with uh, clients all over the world. And, and, and this is the power that it gives. It doesn't, you don't have to just work or hire in your own city and area. It gives everyone the opportunity to expand and grow. Um, but this is the whole reason of us, you know, talking about this. And, and uh, I appreciate you coming on today with some very relevant and good um, conversation. Now, uh, any final thoughts or any last thoughts before we wrap this up today, Martin? No, I love, I, as you can tell, um, <laughs> it, you got two people who love what we're talking about here. Um, I think it's just really powerful. And um, I, I love what you guys are doing. As, as I, when you and I first chatted, that's why I think the more you talk about this, the more you yeah. talk about the benefits, the better off. I, I, and again, I, I don't think it's an understatement to say the better off the world is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because I think the, um, uh, the uh, accounting community has been kind of slow to move to that remote aspect, virtual aspect. Many companies, have, I mean, remote work's been going on for 30 years, but uh, some, some have never opened up offices. I mean, that's why WeWork was born in these, in these uh, mobile uh, offices that were uh, put in place prior to the pandemic. And then, you know, on come this, and it made everyone realize, wait a second, I can be virtual. I can do this. And then now, now I don't have to be just here. I can go anywhere. And so I hope we continue with this 
um, push through the the the, uh, the not just American economy but a global economy and helping all helping everyone out and and, and scaling and growing on all different levels. So awesome! Uh, thank you so much again, Mark, for taking time out of your schedule yeah. and joining us. And uh, hope to have you on again soon. Everyone out there today, uh, thank you for taking time out and meeting with us. Uh, again, we're going to close out hashtag BKOT and episode number 23. And we will be back soon with more content for you guys. All right. Everybody have a good weekend and take care. Martin, thank you so much. Take care. Bye.